Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Cena Azari, coming at you live, CEO accredited on Instagram. We got my boy, the People's Advisor, co-host, Matt Franchina. At, uh, yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? I'm glad to be in studio again with everyone. We are fired up today. We got someone that is just uh, breaking down walls, tearing it up out there. Many of you have already uh, probably seen his work. If not, you know who he is. If you don't, you're definitely going to get to learn about the man. But we got our boy, Mark Sellers. Mark Sellers is live right in Sell front of me right sellers. here. What's up, guys? And do not be underestimated, man. Mark, what have you been up to, bro? Man, just riding around trying to get it, basically. You know, just trying to stay as busy as possible and just, you know, just seeing how far I could take this whole uh, entrepreneurship thing going. You know, you know what I mean? So That's awesome. Did you always see yourself as an entrepreneur or is this something that you, you had like a mental shift that at some point in your life? You know, I've never... I never thought of myself as being an entrepreneur. I've always kind of felt like I was a person who always needed to be on his own thing. And I always hated work for somebody else. And But unfortunately, those are the only kind of jobs I've ever had. Somebody always micromanaging you, hanging over your shoulder, screaming at you. Like, you know what I mean? I've always done construction or worked in an office. But this is the first time where I had the opportunity to kind of like shine for myself and like really know what it is that I'm made of. So I kind of, you know, I, I feel that this is... Um, you know, I'm learning a new side of myself and I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So CEO of credit is, uh, he's intimidated to keep up with his energy. So I can see why you slam some coffee like that. Hey, man. Long days, long days. High energy, right? High energy. So Mark, why don't you let us know, uh, you know, how, how long have you been a, an advisor, a licensed advisor? I'm going on four months now, heading on into five. Wow. Um, it's been a really 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 insightful journey so far um i'm really enjoying it and i'm really like uh learning a new side of myself learning how to kind of like be um a little bit more on the survivalist side i guess you can say you know because like if you can't swim you're bound to drizz down you know what i'm saying so Ooh, if you can't swim, you're bound to drizz down man you heard it right there from sellers so mark to to our uh listeners out there that haven't had the privilege of meeting you you know, social media is definitely a hot commodity that we're all uh, on and using. We got our cell phones in our hands all the time. Where could our listeners and our clients get a chance to learn more about you? Well, you could find me on Mark Sellers on Facebook.com. And you could also find me um, humble, humble underscore hands on Instagram. And that's humble with two H's and hands with two H's. Double H's. Double H. That's so, it. So give us a little bit of uh, insight onto this like humble hands. I think I might have an idea where where that came from, and I, I think that it has a lot to do with your background, like years ago. And I think the transformation that has happened is pretty cool. Uh, from what I know, I wasn't there for a lot of it, but what is humble hands? Let me see if my guess is right and where that came from. So for me, like you know, you're dealing with like a lot of people that most definitely need your help. So you always want to be in good hands. But you also don't want to be in the hands of somebody who wants to take advantage of you. But so you want to be humble and you want to actually like kind of like treat them like they're a part of your family or if it's like your mom, your grandma or yourself. So what better way to do that than in a humble fashion? I love that, man. That's awesome. That's and you definitely cool. come from hum humble beginnings. You know, those of you that don't know, this guy is is definitely an artist uh, at craft. I mean, his his craft is art and anyone even in sales we are all artists and we are all producing, but prior to becoming a licensed advisor, Mark, why don't you share with, with individuals what, what your passion is and, and, and your upbringing? Well, for myself, um, you know, as you already mentioned, like, yes, art, I've something I've always done ever since I could ever pick up a pencil. 
uh, for me, it's always been passion over paycheck. So like, I've never like really wanted to make a bunch of money doing it. It's just something I could do to clear my head and kind of make me feel good inside. And, you know, and uh, I like to paint things and give them as gifts because if I give you that, that's the most expensive thing I could ever give you, even though I didn't spend money on it, if that makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, time, right? it's, it's my time invested that I'll never get back. And I want you to have a piece of that because say if I'm ever not around anymore, you know what I mean? I'll always be around with that. And, you know, um, you know, li- right there. yeah, definitely. I love that passion over paychecks. Yes, man. sir. Wow. But, uh, memes all day from this yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely something I like to do around town. Uh, before I left my home city of San Bernardino, California, I was a, par- I was a, a part of this, um, this youth group called San Bernardino generation. Now we also did like a bunch of, uh, you know, not, you know, non-commissioned mur- murals. Like we just did it just because we wanted to just to beautify the city because the city's not looking so good right now. So we try to do our little part, and that's basically where, you know, that's where it all comes from is just trying to brighten somebody else's day, I guess. That's cool. And that passion has turned into a paycheck in some cases, right? I think uh, when we kind of had first met, I think you were working with Adidas and some other brands sending you around to do some of your work. So Yeah, I definitely came into some pretty cool gigs. Um, you know, doing – like kind of staying relevant in the, in the art world, it's – you're not really getting a high – you know, uh, payback, I guess you could say as far as money wise, but you always got to stay relevant. So you always got to work twice as hard. So I always took that mindset and always brought it into what I'm doing now. So, but the difference is I'm actually, you know, making a living for myself doing this and I'm doing it while servicing people just like how I would be doing with the art. Right, right. Well, hey, you said something earlier that stuck. I want to make sure I get you to unpackage it a little bit. But it was interesting because you said that you worked in construction at one point and you worked in offices at one point. But mm-hmm. you gave an example of not wanting to work with people because um, you said bosses yelling at you and telling you what to do. And and it's crazy. There's It sounds to me like there are people who act like that and treat you like that no matter what environment you're in. Like how long were you able to put up with that? And how does it feel now to sort of be empowered that you kind of are your own boss? Well, I'm... I just turned 31 years old, and I've been involved in some form or another with the construction field. I've worked construction since I was six years, well, not six years old, since I was in sixth grade with my real dad. He built log cabins, and then my stepdad owned a plumbing business, which it's not like, you know, plumbing, like, I'm going to unclog your toilet. It's like plumbing, we're going to rip apart, you know, a thousand feet of ditch and put in, like, 12-inch pipe for sewer mains, water mains, all that. I've been working in Indio, California in the heat people screaming at you got to meet deadlines and i've also worked for lyft so you got like a bunch of you know very pushy people trying to like you know just trying to make you feel below them those those plumbing jobs are the ones where if you mess up you don't mess up one toilet you mess up half the cities or something right you're shutting down water mains and people aren't going to be able to use things and uh you know I've literally ripped through live sewer mains where I'm like knees deep in the you know the rest but you know what I mean I've literally done that more than once man that's Pretty intense. So, so share, share share with those. Listen, how did you end up getting introduced to the, to the business? I mean, how are you sitting in front of us, suited up? I mean, this guy is sharp. If if you guys got the footage of this, you think this guy's uh, on the cover of GQ magazine, man? I mean, how, how does that come about to where we're here now? Uh, you know, sh- share share with those a uh, little bit of the journey of how you got here today. So one day I was sitting at home and like you know I've been feeling like this for a while. I was like really depressed. I just wasn't happy where my life was going. I was like I gotta I gotta do something about this. I went to school to build video games. I'm a 3D modeler, and I was like you know what I just gotta go. So I moved to Orange County. 
I started driving for Lyft and I have over 3,000 rides under my belt with, you know, five star rating, you know, pat on the back. What up? Back to the humble hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what up to Lyft? But uh, I made sure to talk to every single person that came in my car because I knew I was going to come across somebody. I showed up to Orange County with no plan. I met my roommates off Craigslist. I just showed up. I knew I was going to get into something. And months and months and months, 15-hour days, 12-hour days, I've even worked 24-hour days, and you're working for, you know, crumbs, and you're just getting, you know, kind of stepped on by people, and they're disrespecting you, messing your car up, and it's like, but, you know, I know something's going to pay off. I know something's going to pay off. So, in John Wayne Airport in Santa Ana, or Irvine area, like, that that airport closes at around at 10 o'clock. So, I know I have to be there at, by 9, so that way I don't have to wait in a long driver queue. So I get there and I usually knock out about two to three rides and I know I can make like a quick anywhere from forty to sixty dollars. Well, I got the very last ride of the night, and I picked up this person, and you know just you know my whole like little thing I like to do just kind of get to know you, start chopping it up a little bit, and you know it turns out that me and this person had a lot in common, and it turns out that where I had moved to is where this person had grown up. And it turns out that we're in the same, you know, kind of age group. It turns out we have some of the same interests. Turns out this guy's actually a really cool person. Turns out that this person's name is Matthew Franchina. Wow, the people's advisor, man. The people's Dang, advisor. Wow. So let, wait, wait. So let me get this right. You're you're doing Lyft. You're already letting the listeners know. You already even hustle in the business because you're getting there early because of the queue that you're waiting. And then you end up coming up, and your next up is Matthew Franchina. So and you guys don't know each other. The very last ride of the night. Well, wow. not not the end of the night, just of the airport runs, because I was gonna work till like four in the morning, five in the morning. So, and wow. I had started, you know, hustle way hard, early. Man. Yeah, way man, hustle hard. Got to get it. But um, so basically, uh, after I took him to his house, we actually sat in my car and we talked for about another, you know, ten more minutes. And he was actually, you know, tell me about what it is that he does. And he's like, you know, you seem like a really cool guy. Like, I kind of feel like you might be interested in what I do. You should definitely come by the office and see if this is for you. So I came through the office and then, you know, I talked to him a little bit and like, you know, everybody was really welcoming. And I was kind of like, I don't know, like I never really like known anything of this nature. I've only known just to put my head down and do what I was told and just work, 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 just mindless, just grind it out. Just just grinding. Like that's all I know, getting paid like whatever money, like, you know what I mean? So these guys tell me these things and it just seems like, you know, it's a little bit too good to be true. So... But as far like since I moved out there, like I just I pay attention to a lot of things. A lot of dots start connecting. Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm not like, you know, all like kind of like trying to be spiritual or anything like that. But I just know that I pay attention and dots are connecting. Things are making sense. Things are happening in a way that they normally wouldn't. And they're happening that way because I'm putting myself in these positions to make them happen. So. After I talked to Matt, a few weeks go by, I'm just kind of cruising around, and then I started picking up people, but I would just bring that out, you know, about the whole, like, you know, getting into insurance, just being an you know, entrepreneur in itself, and then I started picking people up that were involved in the same thing. People that I didn't even know it would be even that, and, you know, I had no idea it was just, like, this type of business out here, you know, and they're all telling me the same thing. No, it's really good. It's a good opportunity. It's good. I'm like, how is this even making sense? We, we, now, you say good. You Regarding our industry, you mean? Yes. Okay. So, so you're picking up a lot of people 
that are in the same industry. That are doing the same thing that I do now. And you have been Back. doing that before you picked up Matt, I'm assuming. Did people Matt was the very first person I ever picked up that brought it to my attention. And then after wow. I met Matt, I met like ten people back to 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 wow. back that was telling me the same thing. And I'm like, so I can't ignore this. The message was clear. I cannot ignore this. Yeah, so uh-huh. I took Matt up on his offer and I just threw all my chips on the table and I was like, I'm gonna do this. And I would kill myself for three weeks and I would take one week off to like study for my licensing. Wow. I failed a couple times and I got on my wow. last try on the man. third try and failed forward right there, man. Way to fail forward. But it was to the point where like I the the second time that I had failed it, I like broke down. Well, not like started crying, but like I just felt like that was it for me because hey man, you I, can't break through if you don't break down, bro. Well, I literally man, had like I had thirty dollars with rent coming up and I was like, my God, like what am I even gonna do? I'm not even gonna be able to eat. So I I spent two dollars on like a couple like little dollar cheeseburgers at Jack in the Box and I put the rest of my tank. And I just try to like work up as much money, you know, I could like, that was pretty much my lifestyle. And I was just always in the negative every other week. I was in the negative. I was in the negative. And you're just depressed and you don't know how to get out of this funk. Like this was, you know, not even, you know, a really long time ago that this was happening. And I was just like, how am I going to get out of this? And then, you know, uh, I started taking Matt's advice. You know, I met, you know, seen it, obviously you guys all put me on game with a lot of stuff. And it's just like, Wow, like I really, really, really kind of, kind of see really possibilities in this. And next thing you know, I'm like landing these big policies. And not only am I landing these big policies, but I'm landing these big policies that are helping people out in life. So I'm giving these people something, and I'm getting something back too. So it's like, wow, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Back back to that humble hands thing. You know, yeah. I, I got to give a shout out to serendipity on this whole thing because if you don't understand like what happened and the way the dots connected uh, through just call it chance, call it destiny, whatever it is, but that serendipity is real, right? I was on a trip speaking at a conference in Nebraska or preparing for this conference we're going to speak at, and my flights were messed up. They had me out there for two days where I only needed to be out there for one, so I had to make a couple of calls, get a flight switched, and come home because I had business to do, man, and, and I couldn't be sitting out in Nebraska just hanging out. So I get on this flight and I come home. I'm the last flight to come into John Wayne. I live pretty close by. I set up a... Um, a ride to come get me and it happens to be Mark. And I say serendipity because had they not messed up my original ticket, I probably wouldn't have flown home at the last flight of the night. Had um, he not been the type of person who said, you know, I'm gonna get here early and hustle and be at the beginning of the queue for what he was doing, um, then he may not have been there on time. And one of the greatest things that intrigued me and why I thought this guy's gonna kill it in this business and make it happen is because he started to explain to me, right? Like I'm always asking, I'm always asking questions about people and I asked him, how how does this whole system work or how do you like it and how, how do you grow in this whole rideshare system and you know he said well i figured it out i know where to be at what times where to go which rides give me the most and he looked at it as a business not just by chance who would pick him up but he actually strategized how to squeeze the most out of his time which is the commodity you can't get back and it's I was super impressed by that because most other people who've ever picked me up had no science behind it. And I said, if this guy can apply that to something with a hundred times the reward for your time for both the people who you're taking care of and yourself, then he can make it happen. And so I appreciate your trust in me. And the other thing that I want to give some a little shout out to myself for all of you out there who are recruiters or you believe in your business where you're doing Mark said I was the first person to ever bring it up. But I guarantee I was not the first person that he gave a ride to who had the opportunity to share with him this this chance that he could have taken to change his life. So um, don't wait to talk about it. Don't wait for people to ask you questions. Just get out, open your mouth and talk about what you believe in and what you know. But Mark, you're doing a, a killer job and I'm pumped because 
a lot of hard work, a lot of grind, a lot of um, what felt like, you know, just tragedies and, and cases that should have come through that didn't. And then all of a sudden, I, I want to go out and guess probably three months worth of income all on a Friday. So what you were used to accumulating over 90 days, uh, two people's situations that we were able to help came through on a Friday and gave you um, a pretty significant payday. So congratulations, man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I mean, with that being said, like, uh, I step back and I look at, you know, you, Cena, and I actually have a huge amount of respect for you guys because you don't really understand the amount of work that it takes to get established in this business. And you guys are on the tip top cream of the crop. And just to even get to that point is insane. Humble hands, man. And I, I don't think that, that people you. give you guys enough recognition. Mark, man, uh, not only uh, do I thank you for those words, but your, your story has inspired me, man. You know, you were down your final $2. And uh, was that right, $2? Well, $2, $2 on a burger and 28 on the gas tank. Man, so, so down, <laughs> down to 25 bucks. Yeah. And you, you, get, you get essentially a meal and got to grind for the next one. You fill your tank. And at the same time, you're working on getting your license? Yeah, yeah. I just, I literally just failed my test. And I was like, I have to make money now. So how, how did you not just give up throwing the towel and say, you know what, this isn't for me? You know, I, I, you said you failed it twice or once? I failed it twice. So you failed it twice. You paid for it twice. How yes. did you not just throw in the towel and say, you know what, this isn't for me? I mean, did, did that go through your mind? Um, you know, it, it, it did. And then, like, you know, even my folks would talk to me. They're like, are you even sure this is, like, you know, even right for you? But I was wow. kind of like, you know, I've kind of, like, took in the easy route. Uh, the majority of the time in my life, you know, what I mean, I didn't utilize the time I should have in my younger years, and I just kind of felt like I'm not going to do that anymore. How, and how old are you, man? For the listeners that can't see you, how old are you? I just turned 31, December 9th. Oh wait, and, and I'll just tell you, you guys got to check out this guy's Facebook, and you got to find the birthday picture comparison of him at like 13 <laughs> and 31. Literally, if you don't have a smile on your face that day, and you yeah. look at that photo, it will change the rest of your day. I tell you, I awesome. like that, man. And and if you don't know this guy, uh, he didn't he didn't share too much about it, but he he is a professional graffiti artist or that that's his upbringing so you've seen a lot of his work out there uh on you know uh, mm -hmm. on, on the streets if we can i guess give that a plug without inc incriminating that's this where guy. i was going earlier when i said humble hands that's you why know, i thought he was know, gonna come you back you know we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and not incriminate this guy man because he's <laughs> not the one speaking this is this is me but you know so so i was asking you mark how did you not throw in the towel you said that your parents even said are you sure this is for you which is pretty common a lot of our close friends and family uh unfortunately can place some doubt in our minds because not because they don't want us to succeed, but maybe because they're afraid to see us fail just to give them the benefit of the doubt. So how did you overcome, you, you know, you, you not only failing twice, but having people around you that are questioning, is this for you? Because like I said before, I started seeing dots connect and I'm just, you can't ignore, you can't ignore that. You just can't, you know what I mean? When you're meeting people, like literally 10 people in a row that do the exact same thing, that are telling you the exact same thing, the same thing that Matt Franchina had told me. And even though, yeah, I mean, I know it's going to start out a little rough, and I know this. And, yes, I do know that becoming a broker or an agent or anything along those lines, like a lot of people drop out early because they can't handle it. And it's like, I don't have anything to lose, and I can't afford not to. So am I going to keep, you know, living this rat race and, you know, driving drunk people around and people disrespect me for another couple of years? Or am I going to, like, really just hold it down and just – you know, just take a beating for a little bit. And then, you know, knowing that I'm going to come out on top. 
So you're four months in. Has the first four months been what you expected? Has the struggle been as great as it was? Was it easier, better? I mean, what's the four months been like for you? Don't get me wrong. The struggle's real. The struggle is real. But once you get past that and you and you wrap your head around what's going on and you understand it and you start to have fun with it, it starts to become almost kind of like uh, it's a, it's the same logic I put behind with lift. For me, it's like almost like fishing. You got to know what. You got to know what techniques to use. You got to know what fits that person. You have to know all these kind of just uh, these little specific things. And once you kind of like wrap your head around that and you understand what you're doing, it doesn't even seem like a job anymore. It's like it's like it finds you. And if you know how to capitalize on that and you know how to kind of like help people out and put them in a better position, it's a karma thing. You know what I mean? You're helping these people out. You're doing what's best for them and what's best for you is going to happen. It's only a matter of time. What would be the advice that you can give someone who's just starting out as far as maybe where they're spending their efforts or their time trying to build the business? You've already gone through the first 120 days. What would be your advice to someone who is just there? It's their week one. What, what, do you, what would you tell them? If you have bills to pay, you're not going to have a life. You better have a side hustle and you better put, you better put 100% into, the, into whatever you're in entrepreneurship you're trying to be involved in, but you better put another 100% into you know, just paying them bills. But I promise you on everything I love, it will pay off. And you know, with hard work, good things do come. You heard it right there, man. With hard work, good things will come. Well, we're coming at you again live from Present Financial Partners. Yes, there sir. Here we go. Uh, Mark Sellers in the house. Make sure to check him out. Humble Hands on Instagram and uh, more story to come. I mean, it's uh, it's been an amazing journey in such a short stent of time. What's coming in your future, um, I think, is unpredictable both to you and those around you. It's going to be a great thing, man. I love it. There you heard it, man. We're coming at you live. CEO accredited from All Mindset Media, All Mindset Podcast. We got the People's Advisor and Yo, our guest, Humble Hands, Mark Sellers. Man, you heard it from the man. If you don't work hard, just don't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> we out, man. Good looking out, Mark Sellers. Where can they find you one more time? Your Instagram, your Facebook. Let them know where they can find Mark Sellers at. Uh, Mark Sellers, that's M-A-R-C-S-E-L-L-E-R-S at Facebook.com and Humble underscore Hands on instagram but that's uh with two h's on each letter two or each h's word. on each letter and you know what the two h's stand for hustle hard you guys in enjoy the week be safe and uh good looking out thank you mark all right guys and uh people's advisor we out yep we out <laughs>